0: What's up, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means? It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. We are back, and uh, we're back for the first time since SHW forty eight. And we've got a Did big. You miss re- us? Oh, mm-hmm. of course they missed us. I missed y'all. I know that's you guys. <laughs> like, hello, absolutely. <laughs> so we got a big recap from SHW forty eight. Uh, it was a major show, and a lot of big things happened. And uh, I say, well, before we get to it. Let's check in because again we were off last week. So how's everybody doing? I, I'm, I'm holding in there. I'm hanging in there. What are you guys up to? Everybody good? I'm good. Um, I
1: can't remember what I did last week now. Said... <laughs> GB, <laughs> as I think.
2: I, I... You know what? I'm good. I mean, the world of wrestling is pretty amazing right now. So many incredible things happening all over the wrestling world, including at Southern Honor. So uh, it's a good time to be alive and a good time to be in this sport we call pro wrestling. Absolutely. Do you feel a
1: shift coming about? I kind of feel a shift. Coming
2: it's all, I think it's already happening. Yeah. It's already happening. And those of us who have had the pleasure of being wrestling fans for longer than five or 10 years, we've really seen how this business is shifting and we're in a space right now that is historic and I, I i fear that most of the fans who are watching right now probably don't have enough history or context to understand why these times are so special to so many of us so that's
1: why we're here to educate
0: that is exactly why we're here <laughs> that's why gb's here especially right. GB like it's encyclopedia Just
1: throw it out there and he can elaborate right
0: love it i love it <laughs> well uh kicking things off here with shw 48 of course gary comes down to the ring with todd sexton and he's mm-hmm. going to be announcing the new matchmaker for southern honor wrestling and because todd's with him i'm kind of thinking okay is it, is it just gonna be todd sexton i mean he's been a booker of the year and other promotions many times and he's a, he's an official backstage at shw And it just makes sense, right? And so he comes out there and. I don't
1: know, but because he came out with him, it would have been too easy to say Todd. So immediately, immediately I was like, hmm.
2: Yeah, but I had no clue who else he could have been talking about. I mean, given all. all of the descriptions he was making, I mean,
0: it just it just seemed obvious. It was like, okay, yeah. All right,
2: yeah, and and so then...
0: What I want to know, though, too, is the way Gary said it and yeah. the way he phrased it. I wonder if Todd was expecting him to say Todd. You know, like Todd was out there thinking like, oh, I'm going to get my promotion here were, or whatever you I'm want to call definitely it. Definitely cheering sure.
1: Todd, so...
0: Absolutely, because, absolutely. Because he ended with Todd? Take a look at my new matchmaker he points <laughs> right. to the screen. <laughs> brilliant. And brilliant, brilliant. We yeah, were all... Good. Good. We were all just floored, I think, because uh, none other than WWE Hall of Famer, Jake, the Snake Roberts, pro wrestling legend. Now he mm-hmm. has appeared in uh, SHW a couple times, uh, like during our first year. So it's been a little while since we've seen him. Um, of course, he's always kind of supported SHW from afar and, uh, you know, being involved with DDPY and a lot of the guys from DDPY supporting SHW, working with SHW. So Wasn't he's always he been the
1: there as well.
0: What's that? Yes.
1: Yeah, he was in the documentary. Yeah, Hold he had Deport. his own
2: documentary. He, he right. Well, he was in Hold Your Fork. That's right. He had his own documentary as well. And so, yeah, he's certainly been a massive supporter of what we do here.
0: So pretty, uh, pretty amazing to think that he's now going to be kind of calling the shots and making the matches for Southern Honor. It's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, it's scary.
2: <laughs> well, you know. Look, go ahead, it's go scary. Ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs>
0: I don't know it's scary. But, it's just exciting. No, it's it's intriguing.
1: Scary. I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be one. Of, every show is going to be one. What has he done this time? But I will say, you know, Jake, I was glad to watch him from this side of the television when I was a kid. There's no way in. I was going to be there with a snake. And, you know, I, anytime he would.
0: I didn't think about you know, that.
1: There's no way I could do it. I'm I, I sure, would freaking. Yeah. Freak
0: i don't I want any snakes now. showing up
1: dude if he does i'm, I'm making a door somewhere because miss Mich- michelle would not be there i promise mm-hmm. you that here yes. poof gone so i'm telling you i love the idea but if the snake comes out
0: <laughs> i won't be far I'll behind you nothing
1: but dust because
0: we're at ringside oh, no. and if they're in the ring with a exactly.
1: snake i don't know i'm telling you i'm gone <laughs>
0: I might have to go car. back to the early days, G B when uh before oh. you came along, we were sitting in the crowd, like behind the crowd is where, where the oh, wow. commentary table was. So I would they-
1: throw Zach in the path so fast.
2: <laughs> Zach would love it. He would love he it. He
1: would, yeah. and I'd let him not be getting a mess out of
2: there. <laughs> and, then, and then and then he'd tell us how, you know, he was about he to the it. snake, but you know, yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> I, I will fun. Yeah, you know, I, I will say this. I was talking about just amazing times and you know there are obviously a lot of our fans who did not have the pleasure of seeing Jake the Snake actually in the ring in his prime um Jake the Snake Roberts you know all the folks who do the DDT now you know it originated with Jake the Snake and when he did it it was it was powerful it was special it was incredible his mind is different and that's what excites me about this. His mind I mean, he's got 40 plus years, uh, maybe even 50 years in this business in terms of his connection to it, the way his mind works, the way he approaches things. So what kinds of matches will he come up with? And by the way, you can check out Jake the Snake this Sunday night on A&E as part of WWE Legends. There's an entire show oh, yeah. about our new matchmaker on A&E. So definitely check it out this Sunday night at eight PM Eastern. That's so cool to think about. That's
0: so cool to say. How do you know hours. all this
1: stuff. How do you know all this stuff? Well, how do you? Well, I mean, have the... information is right on time.
0: It's just. Well, I mean, you know. it's they've been showing the commercials a lot on television. I know,
1: but I, I, you think so I, I, about commercials right now? GP's got he's like a <laughs> vault of knowledge.
0: So, what, but what's cool is that we we knew that that was coming, but it's cool now to say. Yes. That it's not just a Jake the Snake show, a show about Jake okay. Snake. It's a show about the SHW matchmaker. matchmaker, Jake the exactly. Snake Roberts. That's what's exactly. super cool. But anyways, yes. so that kicked off the show. And if that wasn't big race. enough, I mean, we still had a whole show to get to. We hadn't even had a match mm-hmm. yet. Uh, while Gary and Todd Sexton are, are still at ringside, none other than the Priest of Punishment makes his way out to the ring. Uh, Judas, in the last image we saw at SHW 47, was Judas in the ring having choke slammed Gunnar Miller? We weren't sure if he was in cahoots with Corey Hollis. Corey Hollis seemed to be denying it, but we weren't sure. Um, and I and we'll get to this eventually in this uh, recap, but we're still not really sure what's going on in that in that Wait, situation. we more
1: unsure now, right?
0: And uh, so of course Judas had a match with uh, Proctor Croc Johnston, making his uh, second uh, or second singles match <clears throat> in SHW. And uh, we had said it on the pre-show and during the match. Actually, you know, he had come. Uh, the the first time he had a singles match was against Joe Black, and yeah. I think he impressed a lot of people, kind of taking Joe to the limit. Uh, dare I say? But um, again, had his work cut out for him here against uh, just a monster with the Priest of Punishment, and uh, he tried to give it a go. But I mean, there was just no denying Judas in this match. Judas, one messing around. I mean, he just he took it to old proc to Croc, but. Yeah. Give it up to proc for showing up and and, and giving it his best shot though mm-hmm.
1: definitely, definitely. Judas had a presence yeah. just the whole entire match. It was just a cloud of nothing but Judas and all of his glory, if you want to call it. but let me go back did he? Yeah. did you did you notice the encounter between Judas and Gary and Todd as they were? They were trying mm-hmm. to make their way out, but, of course, they had to wait because who's going to walk up the ramp as he's coming down, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. there was a little exchange, and, and I'm not sure what that was or what it meant, but i will keep my mm-hmm. eye on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, G.B.? I know you saw it. It was right there at you.
2: I definitely saw it, and, you know, I was just going to say, uh, nothing just happens around here. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I said this and you guys looked at me like <laughs> I was crazy Uh, at the pre-show <laughs> for SHW 47 when, you know, they had the big match for control of this company. And I told you I was nervous about who the third person was because we might be getting rid of one problem, but mm-hmm. we may be ushering in a whole new situation. Now, I'll just say this. It has been believed by many that if there was ever one person who Judas would listen to in the front office, it would be Todd Sexton. Right. They have a longstanding relationship. And so there is a part of me that wonders, to your point, Diana, when because because during this whole thing involving, you know, control for the company and the like, Todd Sexton was the steady Eddie. He was the one that was really trying to make sure, hey, let's remember why we're here. Let's remember what this company is supposed to do. So just think about it. If you have worked super hard throughout a company, you've done all the work, you have kept things afloat when things are going crazy, and now there's a time for somebody to name you to get this next promotion. Oh, and you just won an award for being the best one of those of the entire year, certainly you'd be the front runner, right? Wrong. But what they do is they go and get somebody from outside of the company and they hire them and you have to train them to do the work. We've all been there at our jobs. So I'll just say this, all, I just, I never, I'm nervous. I'll just
1: say (laughs) thank
2: you i'll just say that you aren't the only one diana thank oh, you not
0: the only one mm-hmm. well uh after the match Corey hollis makes his way to the and ring here's now this. here's the thing here's Corey, Corey uh, had his match with carly bravo coming up next however mm-hmm. it was odd timing because judas had just won his match and before they even left the ring Corey's music hits Corey makes his way out, and I'm thinking, "Hey, maybe we're gonna get some answers." Did his music
1: hit though? I can't remember. Did it yeah. hit? Did it just come yeah, out? Yeah, it
0: did. No, it, it did. hit. It that's hit. what because it got us thinking, like, "Oh, oh, Corey's coming out. What's going on here?" Because okay. we right. thought maybe we're gonna get some answers mm-hmm. uh, from what happened at the last show. Right. But no, instead they just kind of get that's in each other's good. face, and it seems like Corey's like, "I don't want your help," and nice. I don't really know what Judas was saying, but it just it seemed like. Judas was going to hang around ringside, which he ended up doing for Corey's Mm -hmm. match because then Carly Bravo comes out Now Carly, give it up to Carly, getting on the mic and talking some trash. But that's what he
1: does.
0: Through the guys (laughs) formerly known as lethal poison. And there was no, and at the time he had no backup out there of his own. Now. Yeah. uh, You know, dishonor was in the house, but they were backstage and we still weren't sure. And I'm still not sure where Carly stood with dishonor, seeing as how Carly Pretty much cost them the match the month before. I think he stands
1: with them at all personally. I mean, did they not just walk right past him, not even acknowledging him?
0: Right. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: and then the end of the show. But we'll get to the end of the show. But still,
0: (laughs) yeah. And and I was going to get to that because that happened in the in the very next match. But Mm -hmm. uh, prior to that happening, uh, Carly gets on the mic, does a little. I'm a little teapot or whatever he did, which was, uh, you know, it was pretty funny, but so I, don't, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. So it wasn't me that said it. I'm just repeating what just happened at the show. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> unbiased journalism here. We're reporting, yes. reporting <laughs> yes. the facts. It happened. Um, but anyways, it you it. what a match. And, and we said it when we saw it on paper, we were like, Oh, this, this could steal the show of all the matches that are show stealers. This could be the one to actually steal the entire thing. And it was Corey, Carly, first time ever, locking up singles match. What a great match. And it was a shame to see it end the way it ended, which was uh, Judas interfering and uh, costing, uh Corey the match via DQ. But, man, what a matchup it was up to that point.
1: It really was. And shout out to TJ Burke and company for the yeah. amazing uh, pitchers from that match, they, they were awesome. They were or All of them were, but those especially, Carly and his facial, facial expressions and all, all that is Carly Bravo. But, yeah, what a match it was. I mean, it's good to see Corey back and doing his thing. He's definitely not missed a beat, and Carly's just shining. I mean, he's shining. So, I mean, it's a great match. Judas, like I said, his presence never left, and, um, you know, whatever. So, we'll see. So
2: happy sorry. Mess. Uh, I believe it was Janet Jackson, one of many, who said, like a moth to a flame by the fire. I think that's what we have going on between Judas and uh Corey Hollis. I mean, Judas can't stay away. Judas, it's it's like <coughs> Judas has found his long-lost friend, his leader who provides him direction please don't leave me, please don't go. And so anywhere Corey is, (gasps) Judas is soon to follow. And so Judas stays out during this match. And, And we didn't mention this, but one of the things that we saw during this show that I don't recall really regularly seeing before, I don't know what that was, that was hilarious. Judas was smiling, he was smiling. Yes. It's a scary thing to see Judas smile. Now, all those months before we saw him with that crazy spike, he did not have a smile. He had no spike. Instead, he had a smile because he felt close to Corey. And yet Corey's trying to deny it. He's fighting. He's trying hard to deny it. it. He's trying hard (laughs) to fight it. No way can he deny it. I'm, I'm in my SWV right now. Look, it's just happening to me. I'm just saying we're in a space right now where well, there's a lot going on oh and nobody gosh. wants to tell us. But what I do know is Carly Bravo is that guy, oh, yeah. and Carly Bravo and Corey Hollis had an incredible match. But by the end of the show, I'll have more questions, which we'll talk about later. And <laughs> GB, I
1: was going to ask you.
0: Guys. Yeah, yes. yeah, and I was going to ask, what do you think is scarier, Judas coming at you with a spike, or Judas smiling at you? I think Judas smiling. They're both equally terrifying, I think. Equally
2: terrifying. Hmm. But Judas, I mean, at least with a spike, you know he's going to probably try to stab you. (laughs) When he's smiling, you don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. And that is frightening.
1: It's the half grin for me.
2: Yeah. Just
1: half grin. It's overload of confidence and just like, I'm going to run through any and everybody to get what I want, how I want it, and... Yeah. Move
0: out of the way, toots. That's how I feel about it when I'm in the <laughs> ring. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I uh, say, so you you alluded to this earlier, Diana. So after this match, Carly kind of comes to, after being taken out by Judas, and realizes, hey, I, I just won the match. Though yeah. it was via DQ, but he won the match. And so he's just kind of celebrating on the outside. His teammates, at least we think they're still their teammates, said stablemates from Dishonor. Happy Madness are making their way out for their match. They have a tag team championship uh, defense coming up right after this. And they literally walked right past Carly. Mm-hmm. Carly's looking at them like, hey, I just won, you know, trying to celebrate a little bit. Sunny days. Boom. Right by him. It was him.
1: like he wasn't even standing there.
0: Sauronaro walked right up to him, did a little spin move. Boom. Right by him. And GB, I think he even said it, walked right by him like he was invisible. Right? Like he mm-hmm. wasn't even there. and. Right. He So, yeah, that kind of, again, more answers from last month that we still don't know the full answers to. Like, what does that mean? Is Dishonor fully uh, blown apart? Are they still? I don't know. I know that Sonny and Sal were still a unit, um, and they were Mm -hmm. a unit before they were even in Dishonor as Happy Madness. And so we know that they're still together. Um, But anyways, that brings us to that matchup. It was Sonny and Sal versus a team that I never knew I wanted to see together until I saw them together. And Matt I want to Sells, see it again. And I do too. <laughs> Michael Stevens and Matt Sells. Uh what an entertaining match it was. However, and G B you may touch on this in a second, but you said it on commentary. There were times where I feel like these guys had the match won, had they not been screwing around and cracking another cold one and, you know, having a little too That's much right fun. Now. Not realizing, or maybe they realized it and they just didn't care. I don't know. But the titles were on the line. If you can get the pinfall here, you'll win the titles. You'll be the new tag champs. But instead, oh let's crack another cold one and, and kind of play to do the silly stuff. As entertaining as that is, I really want the titles off of Happy Madness, if I'm being honest. And so I was really hoping that they could pull it off. And I really thought we were gonna see uh the upset of the night there, but uh Happy Madness retains still your SHW tag team champs. I will say this: at least they finally defended the titles. So right,
1: right. there's that. Then, then there's another side that is you can almost beat the tag champs even by goofing off. What can a serious, serious tag team do? Say like All Star Special. Huh. Good point. I mean, they're yes, due, you know. right? Waiting, waiting patiently for my hug to get well and come on back, take those titles back, but in the meantime, let them keep playing around and entertaining us.
0: I believe <laughs> it's a uh, mess around and find out.
1: Mess around and find yeah. out.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. There
2: are other ways that it's said. I'm trying so, to keep it keep yeah. it PG here. Thank PG, you. thank you. <laughs> cause, well, yeah. well, cause there are other folks in that building that might actually say it. Well, um, so one thing I know for sure, is there are people who are excited to get to SHW which is a great thing let's just establish this and i think it's safe to say i know you know that the award for promotion of the year went to another promotion and that's fine but the truth of it is you know we're still those guys we all know it they all know it it's the case so when people get to southern honor they are very excited to be there But here's the thing. Once you get there, what are you going to do? Nobody remembers who lost the Super Bowl. Okay, working hard to get to the Super Bowl only matters if you actually win this thing. And so what concerns me here, and I mentioned it on commentary, I'm not sure that it was the goal of Sells and Stevens to actually become champions. I think they were just glad to be there, you know, and it it reminds me of, you know, we've had number, a number of wrestlers here on the podcast who we have asked kind of where they stood in this whole SHW dishonor thing. And many of them were neutral. They were just like, Hey, you know what? I'm not getting in it. Just, you know, as long as nobody bothers me, I'm okay. I think that's what we saw here. So for us, where we're like, let's get SHW in the full control of SHW folks. Everybody's not there. And so I think my, my hope to our great matchmaker, Jake the Snake, you know, find some folks who actually care, not just about performing at SHW, but about becoming the tag team champions or winning whatever gold uh, in the matches that they're in. And, because and
1: staying at SHW.
2: Then there's that. Like some, I think people just want certain things on their resume, which there's no knock to that. Yeah. Um, No knock to that at all. You know, it's just a point of, I think our slightly selfish interests are, you know, if SHW is going to be back in control of SHW, then let all things SHW uh, have its exactly. proper control. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And it well, doesn't have to be another face tag team. It could be another heel tag team. I
0: don't care. I don't yeah. Care. Time will tell uh, because at one point it felt like our tag team division was really ramping up and was looking good and then it kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of been by the wayside for the last few months and as I said, they hadn't even defended the titles in however many days it was. You mentioned it on commentary, but um, so it was good to see them at least defend the titles. Who knows who's going to come up, who's waiting in the wings to uh, (laughs) challenge them next. Uh, Time will tell. We do know, by the way, that's a good time to uh, throw this plug out there. April 14th will be the next Mm -hmm. time that SHW comes to the Action Building. It'll be SHW 49. We are taking off a month, but uh, April 14th. Put it on your calendar now. Make your plans now. That will be uh, when we will see you in the Action Building next. Um, and we'll get to this uh, once we get towards the end of the show, but there has been a main event already announced for that show. Uh, wow. And just stay tuned to the social media throughout the next month, and month and a half or whatever it is, and you will see all the match announcements as they come. But moving on down the card here after that tag team matchup, we had Nick Halen and Parker Lee. Parker Lee making his singles match debut here at SHW. Nick Halen coming out to the ring, of course, a co winner of the Wrestler of the Year in the state of Georgia. And uh, as he was announced by Diana Michelle the proper way, and then he came out and uh, got in your face and demanded that you just name him the only <laughs> Wrestler of the Year in the state of Georgia, uh, which, which you did. And I understand that you, when they get in the ring and they're in your face, you're just like, fine, here's, I'll do what you want. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, I don't
1: even care about that.
0: But so oh. Nick Halen, Parker Lee, there was a lot that happened after the match. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, yes. I will say though, about <laughs> the match itself, Nick Halen, of course came out on top. Uh, I would love to see Parker Lee back and SHW yes, uh, mm-hmm. Given some more time, given some more action, whether it's tag team, whether it's singles, I don't care. This kid's, uh, you know, we've talked Bring about it back. before GB. We've seen him since uh, his early days at the nightmare factory. And we know okay. this kid can go. And mm-hmm. um, anyways, Nick Halen got the win here uh, keeping his win streak alive, I guess. But uh, I hated it for Parker. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to see more Parker Lee here, but Oh, well.
1: Well, I think we were talking about it pre-show. Yeah, oh, I was excited to see Parker Lee. I'm not familiar with his singles action, but I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely impressed. I do want to see more of Parker Lee at SHW. And like you said, anywhere, it doesn't matter if it's singles or, you know, doubles or triples, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Just bring the kid back. I mean, I think he has the look. He has the ability. He has the athleticism. You know, he's he's made. Prince HW. Can I say that? Is that all right? You absolutely yeah. can. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I did, like yeah.
0: he,
1: he belongs. I mean, it's just yeah. he belongs. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Everybody's very singy tonight. I like I it. I know. It's the way of the it's world. A it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a real thing. It is so a just thing. Just wait. I'll, I'll get there by the end of the show. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it will come around, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> uh it so, certainly yep. will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're massive fans of Parker Lee, and um, he is a rising star. And again, that's the beautiful part about Southern Honor is you get to see everybody roll through there. You know, we have seen some people in their early days kind of really go on to do some great things. And I think that Parker Lee is one of those guys. So I'm really excited that we get to see him. And I do hope we get to see him back, taking nothing away from Nick Halen, who, nothing. quite frankly, after uh, the GWH awards, man, like he's on a roll, three time winner. Album, yeah. I mean, like really, he was he was the the man of the night, and so uh, he took that momentum into Southern Honor. And while he's still preoccupied with Buff or so it seems, um, it's what a- what happened after the match that may have altered all of that quite a
0: bit. We, uh, I guess we could say we got a double whammy. After the match, we because did. two massive surprises back to back, like all, I did, I was like, oh, my God, I can't take it anymore. This is great. There's just <laughs> so much at once. So yeah. we talked about him being a co-winner, even though he demanded to be announced as the only winner of mm-hmm. the uh, wrestler of the year in Georgia. Well, the other person that was the co-winner one ac mac who we've not seen in shw in quite some time he's been off as the iwtv world champion for a lot of last year uh, he's been all over the country doing things and of course he was co-winner as we said of the wrestler of the year in georgia so he com- he comes out at the end of the of uh, the match and surprises everybody and the the place is going nuts i mean it is going nuts it is so loud in that in that building and um He gets on the mic, and he says AC Mac is back, and there can only be one wrestler of the year in Georgia. And he didn't directly say it, but I took that as a challenge to Nick Halen that we're going to see these guys clashing at some point. I don't know if it'll be at the next show or when, but I can't wait to see it. And uh, and again, like you said, nothing. Th- not taking anything away from Nick Halen. He was co wrestler of the year. He was a was he the technical wrestler of the year? There was a third he one was. too. Had, That's right. Uh, and match, match of the, the year. year. He had match of the yeah. year. Yeah. So I mean, there's taking nothing away from him. And he's a, he's been around a while. He's a veteran. And to get get his flowers this past year, uh, with all the stuff he did, was amazing. And then AC Mack, on the other hand, becoming a world champion uh, and and getting his flowers. So I mean, both of these guys both worthy of wrestler of the year. But like Max said, I'm not about this tie. You know, I don't like these mm-hmm. ties. I want to see one true know, winner.
1: Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when we were at the award show and we three had to announce oh, the winner it. of this award yeah. Yeah. and me pulling the envelope, I mean, pulling the, it out of the envelope and I'm seeing, and I asked Brenda, say, we ever had two winners? <laughs>
0: I looked at the yeah. bag. I'm like, why are there two trophies in this bag? Right, right. <laughs> like, what is this? Right. So we picked up
1: the wrong one, but it's the yeah. only one left, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm.
1: completely weird to have mm-hmm. two wrestlers of the year, but I'm for this match. Mm-hmm. For this match. I can't wait. Totally, yeah.
0: And I yeah, did say. It's be special. I did say double whammy. So the second part of the whammy, that was just the first right. part. The second part, and GB, you touched on it. Nick has still, uh, still had this uh, infatuation or whatever you want to call it with Buff Bagwell. He's been coming to the ring, wearing the, the top hat, uh, Buff's top hat, coming to with Buff's music, wearing the NWO yeah. shirt, and I, I still don't quite get it. I don't understand what the situation there is, but he's up on the stage, Max in the ring, and all of a sudden – Buff's well, music hits once again and the real Buff Bagwell comes out and not not Mr. Bagwell this is Buff Bagwell mm-hmm. in the NWO oh. shirt and uh and without the crutch I mean he looks healed up he looks like he's in yeah. you know medically I don't know if he's medically cleared to have a match I don't know I don't want I don't want to speak out of turn here but that. but I don't know but he throw, threw through some right hands and he took down Nick Halen he got physical folks I mean he yeah. and it wasn't just hitting with a crutch like he threw some punches he got physical Took his top hat back and put it right back where it's supposed to go on top of Buff's head. And uh, Mm -hmm. another big pop from the crowd. The crowd, again, it was like super loud for Mac to the point where it's like deafening in there. And then Buff shows up unexpected and it got deafening again. It It was quite uh quite a post-match situation uh like I said a double whammy I thought it was great
1: it's amazing I mean he almost knocked Nick Halen off the ramp onto the floor and it was it was so overdue I mean (laughs) props to Nick but it was so overdue when he I mean he knocked him down what was it a couple of months ago he was on a crutch and he knocked him in the floor and that was rude he's a legend and he's injured okay don't do that don't do that so he got his, he got his just as a uh, little as
0: say. comeuppance. Yeah. Comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely. And so, yeah, it, it was a lot that happened there. And it seemed as though when one door closes, another door opens. And, uh, the idea that we could see Nick Halen and AC Mack battling to determine the wrestler of the year. Yeah. Wow.
0: Huge, absolutely.
1: That's main event anywhere
0: in the state. Oh, you better believe it. Absolutely, absolutely. And the fact, and so yeah, Mac said he, you know, kind of basically called him out for seemingly a match, which I can't wait Mm -hmm. for. But the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway, I heard him say on the mic. I touched on it a second ago. AC Mac is back. Okay, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it has been. It was so good to hear him say that because we have missed him so much. And I mean, it was just great the reception he got from that crowd. And that's the thing about Southern honor. And I just want to say this real quick. There are so many other promotions and there's nothing wrong with this at all because we've done it as well, but so many other promotions will bring in outside names or names that are like nationally known names uh, that come in for like one-off matches or one-off shows or whatever, whether they're legends, whether they're current stars, whatever. But I love it at SHW is that we have this roster that's so talented. That's so good that our crowd are so involved with, you know what I mean? Like they, they, they followed them throughout the whole time they've been in SHW. And so it, homegrown talent basically is what I'm right. saying. And so when they're gone for a while and they come back and they get the reaction that you would think, uh, an outside, you know, big star would get. I just love it, man. It just, it gives me chills. And, uh, it was so good to see that same thing. Like when Ashton showed up a couple months ago mm-hmm. and he yeah. had been gone for so long, Right. I just, I just love seeing stuff like that. So very cool to see Mac back. Very excited to see what happens with him and Nick Halen. And who knows uh, if the buff situation is totally resolved. If there's still more there, we don't know. But uh, it, w- it was fine, fun to see him get a couple of licks in on Nick and, and get his uh, hat back for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, Really? And, th- and we're only like halfway through the show, folks. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. Moving on down <laughs> yeah. the card. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on down the card, we had the uh, Southeast Best of Seven Series wow. continuing at SHW 48 with match yeah. number six. I'm talking about Owen Knight, Nogicism. Uh Nogacism came into the night up three to two. If he won match six, he'd take the series. If uh, if Owen won it, he'd tie the series, forcing a match seven. What blew everybody's mind, if it, as if our minds hadn't been blown enough already during this night, <laughs> was uh, Owen Knight coming away with a very, very quick win in match number six. I mean, to the point where, and then there may be, I think there's pictures or video of us, GB. We're on our feet Mm -hmm. in disbelief. Mm -hmm. And at how quick, at how quick that match six went down. Um, There was a quick dive to the outside from Naja. Owen was able to get him, gave him a clock out on the concrete. And that's what did Mm -hmm. it right there. He clocked Mm -hmm. him out on the concrete, got him back in the ring. Uh, I think he gave one more uh, drop kick, pinned him. That was it. And I Mm -hmm. didn't, I wasn't timing it. I didn't have my stopwatch going. Yeah, yeah but it was fast. It, it was quick. It was fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we were all kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, it was cool because we, Owen, kind of being the hometown guy, there was kind of his home mm-hmm. turf. We kind of wanted to see him tie it up, mainly not because it's like I like one guy over the other or anything like that. Nothing. I don't want Naja coming after me, but <laughs> these two guys are so talented and put on such amazing matches. We wanted to see. We want to see it go the full seven. You know, yes, exactly, mm-hmm. and
1: exactly. that was really
0: the main thing. And so, right. um, I was a little disappointed for a second because I thought, oh, well, match six is over, and I guess we'll, hard. Like, you oh know, match God. seven will be at another, another promotion in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Little did we know that nausea would dig down deep mm-hmm. and against our better judgment. Like, I thought that he was crazy at first, uh, yeah. he came back to pay off for him, but uh, he said, I want match seven right now somebody is leaving here the winner of this series Mm -hmm. and uh Owen accepted the ref checked on Naja Naja said yes I'm good to go and uh then they proceeded to put on an incredible clinic of a match uh, Mm -hmm. match number seven right then and there and so and then GB said oh by the way so for the promotion that was supposed to get match seven too bad (laughs) (laughs) because now we got it And,
1: and
0: it was great but I will tell you what um I get your thoughts on this match too because uh it was incredible and of course as i mentioned Naja did end up winning kind of surprised right. us after the way match 6 went um right. but he he took the trophy home and of course there was a big old trophy we showed it on the pre show um big beautiful trophy there at ringside Metal. and uh, yeah a medal and so um but man what a match and what a series overall it's been and when did it start What's when did we have the in November, we had match 3 back started. in Back in like December or so, yeah, and so I guess November might have been when, I guess when the series originally started, but uh, right, so it's been going on a few months, but it's finally come mm-hmm. to an end. Nogicism wins the best of seven series. Your thoughts?
1: Do you think it's over? Do you think they're done for a while with each other?
0: I don't know. You know, they tried to uh, there was there was an attempt at a handshake after the match, and 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 I get where Owens come from. It, it didn't happen, but I get where Owens frustrated. I get that. Um, it could have been one of those things where he got to the back or he got home later that night and said, You know what, I, I probably should have shook his hand, but you're just caught up in the emotion of it. You just gave it everything you had and you you lost. Especially after winning match six like that and thinking, right, oh, I got this. I now I've got the momentum going, and then you end up mm-hmm. losing. I could see where he'd be frustrated. The handshake did not take place. I mean, it's not ring of honor. It wasn't like demanded that they have to shake hands. No. But I would have expected somebody like Owen would have accepted the handshake but again he's frustrated I understand mm-hmm. so sure but who like knows crazy. who knows if it's over who knows what's going on yeah it's SHW <laughs> we never know what's going on like what, <laughs> what what does it mean for next month Who knows? that's
1: the best part and maybe we're getting that other side of Owen that I met when mm. I first started SHW
0: that well you like- know wow. he used to be a part of a group called the new era and mm. they were all kind of jerks at one point mm-hmm. But it's weird. We've seen all of them turn a new leaf at some point or another. AC Max, one David Ali's one, uh, Danny Jordan's one, where uh, somewhere along the way they kind of turn a new leaf. And uh, but who knows? Maybe Owen's turning the leaf the other way again. I don't know. Well,
1: I I mean, I'm not opposed to having another favorite be a bad boy. I was
0: about to say Diana (laughs) likes them bad boys, that's exactly where you do like them. And you know, I love Owen,
1: Owen's, I love him so much. so. Whatever
2: he does is okay with me. You know, in the immortal words of the late, great Owen Hart, enough is enough and it's time for a change. And I feel like that may be where Owen Knight is right now. I mean, think about this. Owen Knight has taken the high road for a long, long time. And uh, it took him to the SHW championship, but it also cost him the SHW championship. And, um, you know, to now be in a space where, you know, he didn't get to win the Rumble Jack. Now you lose this best of seven series. He may be rethinking a lot of things right now. And I understand that. And maybe, maybe that might be a good thing that we have a small extended break between shows to give him a chance to clear his head and really consider what's next. You know, um, now that we have a new matchmaker, Maybe you know he can be considered uh, for the the SHW championship. The problem, though, is I would think that after that best of seven series, Naja would be ahead of Owen in consideration for the SHW championship. Yeah. Uh, but as we'll find out uh, by the time we end this, I'm not fully sure um, the formulas that the matchmaker is using. That's not knocking him. That's just saying he's picked. He's got a certain mindset in terms of picking matches and so we'll, we'll see what that means but take nothing away from in an amazing series yes. for him to come back from a clock out on the outside and mm-hmm. win that match and i mean they went at it for quite some time yeah. it was an incredible match like do yourself a favor watch, watch. this match on iwtv it's special <clears throat>
1: if yeah. you can find it somewhere watch all seven matches or at least the ones that southern honor and Absolutely. get us what we're talking about if you haven't seen yeah. any of this series you missed yeah. out period point it was point. Great. so you know you owe it to you to go check out at least a couple of these matches i know we got three that's of right. them at least three For right
0: that. yeah so. that's right we got three six and seven yeah mm-hmm. but uh man what a match and um We still had three more to get to folks. Right. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we've talked about a full show, but there's still three left. Um, Mm -hmm. This next one. um, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen, at least starting out, because uh, I had not had any kind of interaction with any member of exotic youth other than online commenting a little Mm -hmm. bit back and forth or seeing their comments towards me after what happened at the uh, award show in January. So I wasn't real sure mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Although the one thing I did know was that <laughs> Cyrus the Destroyer was going to get his hands on Bryce Cannon, and I could not wait. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that did end up happening. It was uh, Exotic Youth featuring Hunter James <laughs> uh, as a as a guest appearance yeah. as um, Zach Mosley, still uh, not cleared to wrestle, still with the uh, injury, still out there with a the cane. Although. I mean, I know he's not clear to wrestle. I'm just not sure if he actually needs the cane because he uses it more as a weapon than he does like you're supposed to use the cane. It kind of reminds me of our old pal Logan Chase, who used to come around mm-hmm. with a cane. And I'm like, he doesn't yeah. even need a cane. He's just using it as a weapon. Come on. it's a feels Yeah. Perhaps. <yeah. sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> a GB like that one. <laughs>
1: I mean, what else could it be, right? Yeah, I mean it's knows? Logos with a pimp stick. That's what I'm about. Yeah.
0: Well, with with those jackets. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it. anyways, exotic youth. You had Bryce Cannon, uh Cornelius Pepperbottom, and teaming with uh, as far as we know, just a one off situation here with Hunter James. Hunter James, male performer of the year and exotic youth, the tag team of the year for twenty twenty two. So an award winning trio. Uh like taking this. on yeah exactly (laughs) taking on top team and cyrus the destroyer you had larry lazard teriyaki and cyrus and uh top team on their own uh whether it's uh, two of them whether it's them with superstar Jay lucas as a trio Mm -hmm. uh top team is just incredible we've seen them all over the state we've seen them come up through the nightmare factory these guys (laughs) are fun to watch they Uh, have been feuding or had been feuding with exotic youth all throughout 2022. I believe they were actually nominated for Feud of the Year, correct? Yes, Um, they were. And they did not win that award, but they were deserving of that award because they'd been all over to many different promotions all throughout the state throughout 22. And, um, man, what a fun team. So to see them teaming with Cyrus and to see Cyrus finally get his hands on those punks just made me so happy. Now, they actually got in our face like right at the beginning of the, uh, the before the match started. And yeah. I was just like, GB, you, you take over, man. I just mm. I don't even want to talk about these guys. Finally, they got in the ring, though. And uh, boy, that was fun. It was fun to watch Cyrus do his do his business, although they still came away with the win. I was going to say, I well, mean, only like,
1: because yeah. Cyrus got tied up chasing Pep. I mean, that's yeah. pretty quick. He's got those long, lanky little legs. So, I mean,
0: I'll just put quick. it this way. Because I, I don't care about their win-loss record. They win, they win. They lose, they lose. I just want to see them get beat down. That's all. they got beat I, down pretty good by Cyrus, so I was pleased. I don't uh, even care. It,
1: they got the not...
0: W, eh, whatever. But whatever. they got beat down.
1: But I'm going to tell you, they got the W because Hunter James showed out. I will say there he showed out. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he really impressed me. I have not seen him work prior to this match. And, and yes. Bryce and Pep literally threw him to the wolves every chance they could. Yeah. literally let him take all the hits, literally let him take all of the ugly. and um, it was it was rude but <laughs> it was so exotic youth, right? And Hunter did his thing though. I mean he did mm-hmm. his, his moves, everything was amazing. I, I, I give props and claps to him. and I will say I did try to warn him before the match started i was trying to coach him away just a little bit just to give him a little advice but bryce caught me so whatever hmm. he got what he got so whatever yeah.
0: oh by the way gb and and i definitely want to get your thoughts but i don't want to forget this
1: <laughs> Upside oh, down. there we go
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That, run, that is the best ever
2: there Mm-hmm. Shout out
1: to Cheyenne.
2: Cheyenne is amazing. That sign is incredible. The she even sign signed girl it for me. St- yeah, oh, the sign girl so strikes good. again. I love it. So I love good. it. <laughs> yeah, it's I just had good. to give her give her props here on the on the uh, podcast.
1: Definitely, that is amazing. I well love her. <laughs> so
2: well much. deserved. Yeah, it was it was a crazy match, a crazy night. uh Hunter James again, super impressive. And it's interesting because, you know, sometimes when we see people serve as a fill-in in a tag team, it doesn't always work. Right. Here was a case where if they decided to expand exotic youth to a fourth member, Hunter James would fit the bill. It just makes sense.
1: I'm going to talk to him before that, before that happens. sorry. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's Wonder I mean, I mean, is special.
1: The, at the end of the whole deal, Bryson and Pelt both threw him to cyrus like he was just a ragdoll thrown to the wolves and playing in terror and and just took off i mean he took mm. he took oh mm. i really did feel bad
0: <laughs> you know despite all that you guys are right i mean he he showed up he showed up, he showed why he won male performer of the year and i want to go way back and i and GB, we'd have to, you know, open up that encyclopedia and help me remember dates and and, and <laughs> opponents and all that kind of stuff. But this was a long time ago. I believe he actually teamed with Georgia Avenger Number One, or it might have been Avenger ah. Number Two. And I can't Did remember, who, I can't remember who they took on, but it was a pretty quick several years back. Yeah, yeah, several years back. It didn't last very long. But to <laughs> look at that and yeah. how quick that was, and it was just such a brief little, a brief little taste of being at SHW. Mm-hmm. And to fast forward a, a year and a half or a couple of years, however long ago it was, and to not only be the male performer of the year, but now to be featured in a prominent match on a, on a huge card at SHW, and to show up and show out like he did, yeah, just just props to him because man, that's you know coming a long way from the first time we saw him at SHW. So props oh, to he's him.
1: A bright future. He's a young guy. He he's got a lot of ability. I mean, I'm going to keep my eye. Out. For him, I, I I am a fan now. I will say that I am a 100 James fan. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what else he's got in his schwa so, so,
2: you know, it it kind of reminds me of a, another guy who came through our company, and uh, we saw him very briefly, okay. and. You know, I'm not going to say it didn't look like he'd be much, but certainly he certainly has made massive improvements and is now on the world stage. Uh, Just defended the U.S. title last weekend in an elimination chamber match and won. Was it a marquee match at WrestleMania last year? We're talking about Austin Theory, who uh, uh, really has become that guy. Another guy that walked through the doors of Southern Honor Wrestling. So this is another reason why you know we are Southern Honor. We are the ones who you, you you'll you see stars here, you yeah. know, you will see them uh, in their embryonic stages, you'll see them, you know, as they are developing into full fledged stars, they become world champions, they do all kinds of things in this business. That's why you got to show up at Southern honor because you never know who's walking through the door and who you see today that will show up on our television screens, you know, a year or two from now. I mean, look at NXT, you know, Brooks Jensen was part of uh, Southern honor wrestling for quite some time before he made that move uh, there. So I'm just saying the streets are talking, the streets are watching. You should be there to watch as well.
1: That's right.
0: You know, this is a kind of random side note that I just want to throw out there, but uh, it kind of goes to show you how sometimes it's just a small world. uh, But, a buddy of mine that a co-worker, uh, a former co-worker in the radio world, uh, this was maybe two or three months ago. He said, hey, uh, I know you do the the wrestling commentary and blah, 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 blah. He's like, my uh, my nephew is a indie wrestler in Georgia. I wonder if you've heard of him. His name's Hunter James. And I said, uh, what? as a matter of fact, I have wow. heard of him. <laughs> and then wow. fast forward a couple months later and he's uh, is at our show. Wow. So... Uh, uh, Shout out to my buddy Tug Coward, who I've worked in radio with for about a decade now. Did he and, come out
1: uh, to the
0: show? He wasn't at the show, but oh. uh, but I had told him I was like, hey, actually he's gonna be booked on our he's booked on our most recent show, and uh, prior to that, we hadn't seen a lot of him. We had seen him in that one mm-hmm. time that tag match I mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. but I knew the name. I knew who Hunter James was. Of course, we saw him and hung out with him at the award show. Oh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't say that. He's a bad guy, but we did. I did hang out with him some at the award show and we had a good time and I sent the picture to my buddy and he's like, oh, hey, you guys yeah, how about that? You know, it was just kind of cool for him to see us uh connecting and um, anyways, it was just kind of a random, like I said, small world kind of thing. It's yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, anyways,
1: that's pretty awesome.
0: Moving on down the list here, we've got a championship matchup Gunnar Miller defending Mm -hmm. his title for the first time mind you against the number one contender chip day in a match that I don't think uh I say this a lot but it's a match that I never know I wanted until I see it on paper or I see it on the poster when it's announced and I'm like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh that's going to be amazing I never even knew I wanted that match and now that I see it that it's going to happen this is going to be great and Mm -hmm. um I will say, you know, Chip came up a little bit short, but man, Chip, I, I really thought, you know, if you watched if you watch Elimination Chamber last week and mm-hmm. you saw Sammy and you, uh, there were so many moments where I thought, oh, Sammy's gonna do this. Oh yeah. he's actually gonna win this thing. Oh yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: That's how I felt mm-hmm. about Chip. There were times yeah. where I was like, oh Chip, Chip's gonna do this. And yeah. not not to take anything away from Gunner, but I thought, man, this is gonna be a short reign. Right, You know, not the shortest reign. I won't get into that because I don't want anybody coming after me, but there have been shorter reigns, but I just really thought Chip was going to take it there. But Gunner in true Gunner fashion stepped up when it counted most, when he thought he was down and out and uh, pulled off the jackhammer, sore arm and all, and uh, able to pull it off and come away with the victory successfully defending the SHW title. You guys, your thoughts on this title match.
1: Well.
0: Bad boy Chip, I know, I know. Bad boy Chip. <laughs>
1: I, was, I was secretly pulling for bad boy Chip. I really was. I really wanted to see him. I'm shocked. <laughs> to, well, I mean, Gun is great. He is. He's a great champion. He wears it well. He has everything about him says champion. But Chip has just, he's deserved that shot for so long. And for him to possibly have won that match, I wouldn't have been mad. Period. I already said that. I said that pre-show, but he he really really did his thing in that match. I mean, it was it was chip. I mean, all the technique, everything. Chip in any match is great. I mean, but when you got some got somebody like Gunner who who can go back and forth with Chip and Chip Chip's Chip Day, man. You know, his day is coming. He's going to mm-hmm. have a strap for long. He's going to have. That's on his shoulders for long, and it's it's going to be amazing when he gets a, that finally title on his name. And it's, it's Chip. It's Chip. Yeah. Yep.
2: No, I, I I agree with you. Taking nothing away from Gunnar, there were two very interesting stories at work here. Um, one story, of course, being the story of Chip Day. You know, sixteen, seventeen years in this business. <laughs> finally getting a shot at the SHW championship in a (laughs) one-on-one confrontation. You know, how do you not understand um, that? How do you not feel for someone who's worked that long, that hard to get that opportunity? The other side of it is Gunnar Miller, who, you know, we talked about this on commentary that, uh, and, and actually, Diana, you were the first one to mention right here on this podcast, the focus issues. For Mm Gunnar Miller, he was distracted by a number of things. One of them being Corey Hollis, you know, a year or so ago, Mm -hmm. put that away. And then there was the dishonor issue, right? So there was always something. Now that he had the goal reached of being champion and getting back in Gary's good graces, what would motivate him in this title match? Was being champion enough? And so one of the things that I learned from this match is... The danger of a Gunner Miller is Gunner Miller doesn't have to be, and I want to say this carefully, Gunner Miller doesn't have to dominate for 15 minutes in a match.
1: Sure.
2: Gunner Miller is so explosive that if he hits you in 30 seconds, all he has to, see, it's interesting. He understands the assignment. The assignment in a wrestling match isn't always to dominate. It's just to win in three seconds. That's it. Or to have a submission. And so he's explosive enough to knock the breath out of you for three seconds and win the match. And so while Chip dominated in terms of wrestling technique, wrestling moves, wearing down the arm, having a strategy, all of those things, it was that explosive spear and the explosive jackhammer, Mm -hmm. those power moves that late in the match that ended up being – the Game changer for Gunner, and that's something that I don't know that anybody has the cure for yet. How do you get past the explosive s- speed and power of Gunner Miller as champion? That's going to make for a very interesting
0: reign, it sure will. And, um, we touched on it a little earlier. The main event has already been announced for the next show. I almost said for next month, but it'll actually be in April. (laughs) Remember, April 14th, SHW Mm -hmm. 49. So at the end of this match with Chip, Corey Hollis comes out and gets in the ring. And and we're a little confused here. Like, what is he going to maybe explain his actions from the month before? Or not even his actions, but Judas's actions uh, to Gunnar Miller. Like, we didn't know what to make of it. It seemed like he was trying to maybe apologize to Gunner for what had happened at the the previous show, maybe. And Gunner seemed like he wasn't having any of it. Uh, Meanwhile, here comes Todd Sexton, who tells everybody that, uh, well, you know, when Corey lost the title a couple of years ago, he never got a rematch. So now that he's back, we're going to give him a rematch. Well, I should say he had gotten off the phone with Mr. Snake, as he said. And uh, and apparently that was the decision that was made. So now we're going to see a rematch between Corey Hollis and Gunnar Miller, a rematch from the retirement match that they had at Still Here 3, two years ago, uh, in which Gunnar Miller won and Corey Hollis retired from pro wrestling. But this one's going to be regulation, right? But hey, it's a wrestling retirement. So, you know, that <laughs> they don't always stick. Uh, so he's back. And now he's got a title match. And how crazy is that? Corey Hollis shows up, helps uh, Gary win the company back, win control back, uh, and then all of a sudden he finds himself in a title match. So –
1: Like that.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, GB, I know you have an opinion on this because you talked about the whole thing about Judas coming back and are we really – is SHW really getting the control back? or And we said it last month – Did this, did we just switch out dishonor with lethal poison? I don't know. There's so much to unpack here. And what we do know though is that Corey will receive a title shot against Gunnar Miller at SHW 49 April 14th. So you talked about what what does anybody, will anybody, anybody be able to figure out how to beat Gunnar Miller? Um, While Corey lost to Gunnar a couple of years ago, they're very close and they know each other very well. Corey might just be able to be that guy that can figure out how to beat Gunnar Miller. We'll find out on April 14th, but uh, can't wait. It's it, it kind of sucks because it's going to take so long to get here. It's kind of like waiting on Christmas when you're a kid, it takes forever to get here. And I feel like that's going to be April 14th. Like it's just going to take forever. But uh, anyways, it's going to be a good match, but Hey, we're not even done, folks, because there was a huge main event match uh, after the championship match, and it was the Dark City Street Fight. Oh, boy. Murder One, Blacklist Uno taking on the Black Cloud, Joe Black, who on this night brought back the killer weight, Joe yes. Black. And my, what, oh, Murder my. Murder
1: brought back the killer weight from what That's Joe right.
0: Said. That's right. He called out. He called him out and wanted, he wanted that <laughs> same Joe Black. That put Huck through my car windshield a couple of years ago, and uh, <laughs> Joe Black said, "Well, you want the killer weight, you're gonna get the killer weight." Is he it brought still him. Back. in your yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 another all story. Right,
1: so here's the plan. Okay, if you're gonna leave it, we're just gonna decorate it.
0: So <laughs> I need to get like, it, like
1: yard art or something. I need else. to get
0: like Joe and Huck to sign it or something at least as a <laughs> as a memento. Um, I guess so so when people ask me why why it's all busted up, I can say, well. It was in mm-hmm. this one of the greatest matches we ever had at SHW. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was then. This was now the Dark City Street Fight. Uh, we saw, remind me, GB, was it the uh, bunkhouse brawl where they put up the one side of the cage? That is correct. Okay, so they did <laughs> a similar thing here where they put up one side of the cage, um, right. and they put weapons all over that cage wall. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our uh, Piper's Pit folks over there Brought in a grocery cart full of plunder once again. Famous
1: leg was somebody.
0: Somebody took the leg off again and was hopping around on one leg with the prosthetic (laughs) leg being used as a weapon. Um,
1: that person. At one
0: point or another, Murder One ends up in the cart, being taken on a tour around ringside, pushed around, slammed into the guardrails. Blood was shed. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it was just complete chaos. Yeah, complete chaos. You guys, I mean, what what did you make of this whole thing? Well,
1: there was so much going on, and and I already already already, already told you I was not going to stay ringside. I I got out of there. So you
0: were moving, moving. I was watching. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I was watching from from the stage area, and then they brought it up there. I,
0: I saw you. I saw your reaction. I don't know if it's on camera, but I had to. You know, I didn't want to laugh on the mic, so I was keeping my composure but I saw you had moved, you'd scrambled over by the stage. And then when they started coming, I saw you go, <sighs> like you did that move. Like, ah, now I got to move again.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already knew, but you know, it's hard to get up that side of that stage with without stairs. I mean, got to keep yeah. that in mind, but it was, it was amazing. I didn't know what to expect from a dark city street fight. I had no idea Yeah. when they brought the half cage or the side cage and, all the weapons that were there at their disposal and of course Piper with all his goodies in the shopping cart and thankfully he took the baby out before they took the cart because the baby was sleeping so good in the front (laughs) bless his heart he was Mm -hmm. he was really sleeping well and um the blood the bloodshed it all on the on the stage right there in front of me and I think what's most memorable about that part was murder actually put the garbage can lid in his fist and punched joe in the head with it and then he, she- he yelled
0: he yelled captain america
1: <laughs> he did
0: yeah. He's holding it like a shield <laughs> y'all
1: but then the end of that they mm. just i'm gonna let gb talk before we yeah. spoil that
0: but we saw that coming. well gb i want to get your thoughts but then i want you to kind of lead us into into how it yeah. how we closed out because it was insane
2: Yeah, you know, the match was extremely physical. We knew it would be, but even knowing it would be physical didn't prepare us for how physical it was. And then just the optics of Joe Black and all white and murder one and all black. I mean, like the entrances, all of these things, it felt big, it was big. And uh, these guys fought everywhere, everywhere. And it was very, very brutal. Um, I have to admit, with all of the brutality, I was shocked that Murder One came out as the winner. Uh, yeah. it. it I, I was shocked just because, A, the last time they fought, he was dominated. B, they went back and forth in this street fight. So anybody could have taken it. Murder One takes the win. But then things got even more interesting. Uh, Joe Black seemingly was leaving. And Murder One was, you know, kind of accepting his moment. And then here comes Happy Madness. And they're going to beat down Murder One. Of course, they pass uh, Joe Black. And of course, Joe Black, Happy Madness, all, as far as we knew, part of Dishonor. But then Joe Black comes back. We thought maybe he was coming to join in on the fun that Happy Madness was having, but not the case. He turns on Happy Madness, turns on Dishonor, seems as though we have now Joe Black, Murder One, seemingly back on the same page. But then comes Carly Bravo, who stands outside of the ring, and
0: he's not sure which way where go? his
2: allegiances align which way do we go which way do we
0: I, go? I will say this there was a grin you talked about that grin on judas's face at the beginning mm-hmm. of the night there was a yeah. grin on carly's face when he saw uh sunny and sal kind of getting beat down there you know and i think he was remembering yeah. these are the guys that passed me by earlier okay. in my right. after my match and right. um so yeah have <laughs> we officially seen we saw the two-finger salute from uh, yes. joe black and Blacklist Uno murder one mm-hmm. Is this the official arrival of the hierarchy here in SHW? Uh is Joe Black and Murder officially together now. Uh it, it appears he's officially out of dishonor, I would assume. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he was
1: inviting Carly right? out of dishonor as well. Yes. But even going back before that little exchange, Joe when he left. He left the ringside and, and murder was getting the beat down. But he seemed a little torn. Should he stay or should he go? Right, right. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing it, but yeah, I I
2: heard it. I heard it. Or (laughs)
1: should or should he go? I almost. And he he really had to. to, (laughs) He really had to dig in his heart to see. You know what? That's my that's my guy out there. I'm gonna go and and defend him. So, it was like a spur. It wasn't like it was a planned thing. He wasn't sure if he was gonna do that or not. So when Carly came out, and saw the division. He was confused as well. He didn't know what to, where to go but the pull to the dark side was a the darker side should I say was a little bit stronger I think than oh boy, he left him hanging. So
0: yeah. So that's I'm, a, I'm, I don't that's know kinda what of to where, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where we left the show was was uh with that visual and you remember when they were doing the two finger salute, you know, murder said, you know, seal it with blood or sign it in blood or whatever oh he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. And so, and those but guys.
1: It, what was that? They exchanged like a stamp of blood, and, and like here you take mine, I'll take it. What? What? Like I will take what i almost like a anything like that before. it
0: almost like a blood brothers thing that that you would do growing up with like your best friends or something. I don't we know, cut but
1: each it, other and stuck together. Just, and that's probably unsanitary, but that's what we did it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 it's so funny after 2020, everything is like we used to do a yeah. lot of stuff that's like, oh, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's my hand sanitizer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, it, but it looked like it was pretty official there to me. Yeah. Joe was done with Sonny and Sal and uh mm-hmm. dishonor. So again, th- there's something to think about there too. I don't know when cruel is coming back. If cruel's if... coming back, Brooklyn, we weren't sure if Brooklyn was even going to be there. We knew she was no longer, uh, in charge of booking, but that didn't mean she might not show up, but we didn't see her. And of course, was still not there. So I don't know i don't know i don't know again we're always left with more questions than answers <laughs> so uh just find out what we find out at a- april 14th at uh, shw 49 but um what a freaking night it was guys it was just nuts what a night. and what a um night. like i said we had those those big surprises jake the snake buff showed back up ac mac returned and announced that he was back in shw and uh just such a big night And of course like i said The main event's already been announced for next month. It'll be Corey Hollis, or not next month, but April. Uh, The next show, Corey Hollis taking on Gunner for the SHW Championship. Uh, And, of course, we've got uh, several of these episodes between now and then. And we can't wait to see you guys back here next week for another edition of uh, why I don't want to say the name because I messed up the one time where I said it and then you guys (laughs) said it and then it didn't make sense. So until we see you next week, this has been... (laughs) SHW. This is our wrestling. There it is, we did it right. We got it right. (laughs)